It is January 27th, 2020. And this is Atlanta United FC Weekly. Hey, home before dark podcast. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley. The sober one. (laughs) Cheers to the weekdays. Yes. The bearded one is the sober one. Well, I mean, both of us are sober. Welcome. Welcome to my life, Kevin. I don't like it. (laughs) Don't. What's not to like? I don't like it. You don't like? I do. I like parts of it. I, I I have noticed drastic changes both in my mood, weight, and overall demeanor. However, there are still moments when I'm like, ah, I wouldn't mind a drink right now. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Or, or just, okay, to put it in, in a way that you could relate to. There's been times when I'm like, ah, I really wish I could have a donut right now or something like pancakes or something i don't know like because i've cut out everything <laughs> so have i it's just not good <laughs> so have i yeah it's new year new us all that good stuff have we we've recorded once since the new year right or no i think so there's a lost episode in there somewhere guys that never got posted oh yeah i just went to youtube that's right yeah it did right. go to youtube uh 117 uh clayton Poss says edge is back uh, also wearing a <laughs> stick to your gun shirt and they're a uh, straight edge hardcore band so uh at least a handful of them are Carl Seggy, Elliot Beaven, Clayton Poss. Welcome, fellas. Glad to have you guys with us. It feels good. I think we're back to a regular recording schedule starting today. I think today. so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, there's enough stuff ramping up. If not, it'll at least be more regular than it has been, um, maybe every other week instead of once a month or something like that. But there's been enough going on to warrant an actual conversation on here, which is nice. But, uh, you know, you talking about feeling good, seeing these people in the trap is awesome. I, I've gotten off of social media a lot too, and I've our social media presence has been pretty lacking lately yeah, because I was already off of it, and then you were like, "Okay, I'm going to abstain for a while." Yeah, and I'm sure people are like, "Well, where have they, they been?" Did. They did. Yeah, they they did. <laughs> Somebody so, go check on them. So, uh, so yeah, I, I had gotten on a little bit more here regularly or here lately, and saw all these people that we see week in and week out during regular season. I'm like, man, I miss these people. I, I texted my buddy Paul, who sits beside me at the in Mercedes-Benz, and told him I missed him. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's starting to come back around now. Is that too, on too little, heavy? A little much, a little much. A little, little hot and heavy in here. It is heavy. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got uh, for the culture and Richard Gordon. Thank you guys for joining us. Oh yeah, we, Clemson lost. We see, yeah, yeah. We definitely see more than you guys in there. So hit the like button. Make sure you smash that like. Share it with your friends. Above all else, grow the trap community because we're we're coming back. Uh, Greg, we haven't forgot about you guys. We have been flying by the seat of our pants when we're scheduling these, and we're going to yeah. schedule like an actual roundtable. Hopefully, yeah. I would hope soon. Yeah, because I feel very out of the loop right now. But um, well, this is this is about the time when we start to again. We're ramping back up for regular season. We'll get all the familiar faces and people and places in Let, here. Let's see if you get this reference. Clayton Paw says rated RKO reunion or we riot. Do you remember rated RKO? No. I want to say, and I may be speaking out of school here, but rated our superstar Edge from WWE and then Randy Orton. Nope. I'm pretty sure that was their tag nope. team. Rings and not a bell to me. Oh, Chris Fillingham coming in and just dropping the sadness or dropping. I mean, we're going to talk about it a good bit. I think uh, we'd be remiss not to to talk about it, but um, and L.A. Beaven, uh, you know, Chris Chris is saying, can we get Gressel back? L.A. Beaven is saying Atlanta United won their first preseason game. But first, if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit the subscribe button, the notification bell icon, so that you know whenever we go live. Make sure that you smash the like, as I said. And then also, if you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, leave us a rating and or a review. Let us know what you think of the show, good or bad. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Let us know. And uh, we will read it alive. Alive? Read it live and aloud on the We're show. so close to 200. I just want to hit 200. Yeah. We'll get it, right? I mean, we just need 17 if, more? if I post these to iTunes. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> That's probably not helping uh, us. <laughs> yeah. Chris Berry saying, love the Rev Mug. Yeah. Represent Smyrna. Yeah, we moved to the other side of the city. And yeah, my wife and I lived in Smyrna for a year and a half, something like that. And mm-hmm. still like use it as a uh, as an excuse to... Anytime we go over there, we always make an excuse to go to Rev. They're 
great. We have a bag of their coffee in our uh, cabinet too. Um, but yeah, 200 reviews would be freaking awesome. Um, I'd like to get Dan back. I texted him the other day too. Speaking of people I miss, I, I texted him yesterday and told him I missed him. And I know his schedule's crazy. We've got to find some way to get him on, kidnap him or something. We'll figure out a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And Greg, because Greg came over to the the old studio at the old oh, house. Oh yeah, he said we lived by DDP Yoga. That's we right. did. We lived probably five minutes from Dallas Page's right. yoga studio. I don't think he calls it that anymore, right? Oh uh, shit, I forgot. We we got we got to get a frame for this. We do. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna build one. Uh, if you guys follow along with okay. Bubble Stuff, uh, we haven't done that in a while either. But um, been working on some woodworking projects. Finally got yep. to the point where it got the the uh, the shop in. Uh, some sort of organized shape or fashion. I have some cherry okay. that I think would look really awesome. Red accenting that gold. What are you going to do for the glass? Um, I, I either go to... You know the problem? So I worked at Hobby Lobby in the framing department. Um, that's my like my doctor, or my wife's a doctor. Like That's <laughs> like the... That's, I'm just going to keep bringing that up. Or like, I played pro ball. <laughs> it's like I worked at Hobby Lobby <laughs> for dabble. like six months. I dabbled in the... Um, in the custom framing business. But you know, the problem, like I would go there, but the problem with that is like, you ask them to do anything. They're like, Oh, that'll be five weeks. Oh yeah. It's like what? Yeah. And like I literally, I and know $2,000. I know it takes 20 minutes, literally from start to finish to go take a piece of mat, go put it on the board, type in the dimensions in the wizard and then let it cut. And God, then it's, wizards. Yeah. It was actually called the wizard and like the, <laughs> And what, the, what house did you get so logo to whatever one Merlin was in it was a very generic <laughs> wizard that was on that machine um but probably I would I think I would grab a bigger piece of glass and they, they make glass cutters so you can uh, yeah. uh put the straight just edge on it, it and score it and then you just kind of take some pliers uh, yeah. and kind of snap it um Dan who is what who's Dan Dan who but yeah you said you talked to him today yeah yeah how's he doing he's good I mean he's alive he is. Is he well, though? Probably not. No. He could I be better so. if he was here. <sighs> oh, so we held it up. Didn't even mention it. So Thought Marker on yes. Twitter. Mike German. German. Say it correctly. That's a, that's a, that's a good Tim move. <laughs> it's cool. I just spilled coffee all over. That's, that's why you got a sippy cup. It's good. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. I'll be why right back. Right <laughs> I didn't get any on the, the poster, though. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Our buddy Mike German. Making the the prints, and I think he's got a store envy up still that has the shirts for sale. So be sure to give him a shout and a look up. Um, other news that we'll be talking about tonight: I saw some eerily familiar photos that we may have already seen that have officially dropped by an anonymous source <clears throat> for what the <laughs> what the replica kit at least looks like uh i'm wondering when or if there will be some sort of uh, unveiling you would think so they've done one the past few years uh for the new kit but we should be getting an official release any day now uh another thing that came out this past week pretty subtle but newsworthy i think is that in the email that i think most season ticket holders received or anybody that's subscribed to the atlanta united newsletter mentioned that they are not doing the actual uh, ticket cards this season for season ticket holders. So they're doing away with those cards for a digital option. And they also started to tease what the uh, the giveaway or rewards would be for season ticket holders. So should see both of those things any day now with the first preseason match really coming up in about two and a half weeks i think it is i think that first match against birmingham is the 18th don't hold me to that but uh but yeah i would expect to see news related to both of those things if not things starting to be received in the mail by valentine's day at the latest uh i can't really remember when those came out last year last year obviously was the package that came with the license plate decal and all of that but i know that's a big thing that a lot of us will be looking out for and um, yeah, what do you guys think about no ticket cards and changing to a digital version? Also, the revamped app in general. Tim has abandoned me, so we'll just roll into the actual content of the show. Um, 
Atlanta United has a or had a friendly this week against New York Red Bulls. How you doing? Struggling, but I had nothing else to just fill time with, so I'm going to actually start talking about real things now. Uh, <laughs> you got some spot shot over there? It's Resolve. We're, <laughs> We're a Resolve family. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do spot shot. <laughs> oh, God. And you know, so, just like that, that confident quarterback that throws an interception, I'm going back in the game and I'm throwing a pass. There you go. Uh, so Greg mentions that the cards should have been made optional. Oh, I, I thought he was saying that they should have been to everybody, but he was making that as a suggestion. Yeah, I agree. Um, I get it, though. You know, it, save it and, and not spend the money on that. I, I bet that there are some metrics that validate that decision to convert from the plastic cards to the digital version. And it would be a substantial savings on the club's part to not have to do all of the RFID stuff that goes into those cards and then all the lanyards and everything else associated with it. I'm okay. It, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me too you know, much. Those it, cards, those cards probably don't. How many do we, how many season ticket holders do we have? 30, 35, 35,000. So at that, level you're probably talking for those cards less than probably two dollars a card it's probably more cl- probably correct me if i'm wrong anybody who else who anybody else who works in the event industry yeah. um i mean i like it it's gonna make those first china makes them so cheap now those first dude. three years of cards kind of special you know because they're not oh i be- tossed mine <laughs> oh did you really yeah i mean not in like a marie Kondo way but definitely like after my car wreck and after yeah. like clearing out the car or clean, like just, I just want to get rid of shit, get rid of shit. Yeah. It's like, I wasn't going to do I'll anything with it. Like I have a stack of programs sitting over there yeah. that yeah. I haven't done anything with since right. season one. Right. One of them is autographed by, by big red. Yeah. But, um, Oh shit. New name in the trap. Adam Alcorn saying greetings from North California, NorCal saying them five stripes for life. Oh yeah. That's for sure. That's awesome. Feel you. I think Chris Berry might be a new name in the trap too. He was talking about Rev earlier. Um, I like it. Yeah, I. What are your thoughts on getting rid of, going digital? Do you I, have an issue with it? As a sober person, I have no issues with it. But the, as a sober person, yeah, because what's going to happen inevitably, and it's probably not just sober people. I, I don't know. This is going to sound stupid, I, and it's probably too hard of a uh, a metric to to measure, but. How much social media after the first couple games, how much social media activity prior to the game is going to dip with people like trying to reserve their phone battery? Because you think about how long they go um, before oh. the game. Like how many people are in the, the gulch or the backyard? actually drinking. <laughs> no, no. But, oh. but people who are getting drunk, not thinking about their phone battery, not thinking about or losing their, like the second somebody loses their phone, I know they're going to have avenues, I think, yeah. for people to go down to try and find. Yeah, they've got to have something as a recourse. For there that. has to be. Especially if they're not going to allow. that. My issue with it is they have to change the laws and um, the restrictions for Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Because right now, portable phone chargers are not allowed into MBS, and they will make you throw them away at the door. Some people are able to sneak through, which is such a silly thing because they sent out rechargeable va- batteries that second year either way they have to rethink that mandate if they're going to only go to a digital card version for the all the points that you're mentioning right now because you have to think about your battery life going into the gate because if your phone dies you can't bring in a charger or have a means to bring that ticket up to validate it whenever you're going into the gate how much would it cost them do you think to add charging stations to sections of the stadium well, they have some, right? But like adding them to near the seats. No, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be pretty well, expensive. at that point, you're already in, right? It doesn't matter. You don't really need your tickets once you're in the door. It's more so to get into the gate. So yeah. um, um, Patrick Hansel brings up a good point, too. He's saying thousands more people using their phones to get in, which clogs the networks. Um, so it needs to be some sort of offline version. Um, so I use wallet a decent amount, right? Yeah. I'll add, like, when I go to Hawks games or anything like that, I'll add that to my wallet so that whenever I'm offline. But if, you try, if you're trying to add that, um, the add other that thing, during the game is tough, man. The other big problem... Ticketmaster yeah. sucks, too. Oh, absolutely. And the other big problem I've had is that with those new digital car like the new digital tickets that they have with the barcodes every time i went to go put it it would bring up apple pay on my phone 
And I'd had like it was just so finicky with the scanner; it would bring up Apple Pay for some and reason you can't, instead of scanning my ticket. And I don't know if Ticketmaster has him. So I know a while ago they were toying with the idea of dynamic barcodes. So they would every five minutes or so their server would refresh, regenerate everybody's ticket barcode. So you can't well, take you know a screenshot of it. Are. The new ones are that way. It doesn't. Re- it doesn't change the barcode. It just has that little motion thing that runs over the, front, oh, the gotcha. face of it. So it picks up that movement of the thing that's tracking back and forth across the ticket. So I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure that there will be some hiccups associated with it that are going to need to get ironed out. Interesting. Um, yeah. So that's what Dean was saying. He said currently doesn't the QR change every so often? It does. And then uh, whenever you go into the stadium. Dude, good luck if you're trying to get it onto your phone, especially the non-season ticket holders. Yeah. Yeah, trying to pull that up. Well, I guess that would always be an issue. But um, something I was trying to find in here, uh, Carl Seggy was saying that he always walked in with his charger, no problem, and so does... Oh, yeah. People... I'm not saying that you can't, but every now and then you get those sticklers at the gate. Uh, Talk to... Robin Sagini, she had that happen to her where they ended up throwing hers away. And I know several other people that it's, it's spelled out on the Mercedes-Benz stadium rules and regulations that those batteries are not allowed into the stadium. And it's all dependent on whether or not you get some asshole at the gate that doesn't want those coming in or wants to turn it away for some reason. Um, but they're not, they're supposedly not allowed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Richard Gordon said, if you send it to Apple Pay or Google Pay, uh, you don't need the network. And that is the move. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Like I said, I just put a comment in there, but it's people are going to learn some hard lessons. Yeah. Yeah. It'll and be Atlanta United is going to, they're going to feel the pain a little bit to start the game or to start the season. Um, okay. I'm sure social media will have much to say about it. Okay. What's, what'd you talk about while I was, I was really only gone for like three minutes. I really only talked about the, the kit reveal stuff, the kit reveal, which we assume would be coming and what the rewards may be. Have we revealed the kit yet or has it just still been a leak? It's still just been a yeah, leak. Have which you, is crazy. They also kind of hinted at what the rewards may be in the last email on the newsletter. Did you see that? I did not. It looked like some sort of a medallion of some, some kind. It was like a gold Atlanta United crest. And I don't know what to take that to potentially be. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, CM, uh, another name I haven't seen in the trap, saying season tickets keep going up for less and less. Andy Watkins saying, I want my cards, damn it, makes me feel better than non-card people. I agree. Yeah. You can't look down on people anymore. It's true. Yeah. You know, it was kind of shady. Uh, it, again, in terms of cleaning out stuff, our, so we still had the boxes from our season yeah. tickets from last year. Yeah. Um, Was it have trackers in it? <laughs> new car though so i had you know i don't have Humble a brag. yeah yeah i really loved getting my car totaled that was and having to spend money buying a new car that's awesome we all know um but having to replace the the license plate yeah. um guard or whatever yeah. you call it on them the vanity plate yeah the, yeah i got a vanity plate <laughs> it says him turb on it uh <laughs> anyway the we opened those back up because we're tossing stuff away. Like we're, we're throwing stuff out um, and open them up and they were still in there. One of them says founding member. One of them just says unite and conquer. Right. Cause they sent them out. They sent them out originally and they ran out of the ones that said founding member. Oh. And so they went out that just said like some of them went out unite and conquer. And then they sent, they mailed out the founding member ones after the fact. I remember getting both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so did you throw away all those boxes yeah that's it's so it's such a substantial package i feel bad throwing it's got it led away. lights in it everything is like okay cut back they on that chant, just give me the card they chant what like the ones that oh yeah like that's so hard to throw away but i get it it's yeah at a certain point you probably could have sold it for some coin i don't know yeah facebook marketplace is pretty awesome yeah. but um all right, we have to talk about it, right? We have to get to it. What? Probably the biggest thing that's happened to Atlanta United. Spike? Golden Spike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who, who said it? Was it Payson? It was somebody from Dirty South Soccer. 
said. I don't know. So right now we're two injuries away from an Air Bud situation. Yeah. Joe Patrick tweeted it out. He said somebody from DSS mentioned that, said that. I, he I, he didn't give credit where it was due, but uh, best best quote of that. That and the uh, resurgence tweet of the the change in that meme with the woman yelling at the cat. And yeah. On the other side of the table is like, how dare you trade Gressel? And the lady United front office is just instead of the cat is just Spike's face. <laughs> Spike is pretty damn cute. I'm not necessarily a golden retriever or a or a lab guy necessarily, but that that dog is pretty damn cute. Um, ooh, Clayton Poss. All right, here we go. Hot take: We will be fine without. We will be just fine without Gressel. We will be. I think we will be. I agree too. Okay, I know it's hard, guys. I think we'll be fine with. And I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not talking or preaching or like talking down or talking like I'm not trying to dismiss anybody. Careful now, careful, because Trains is listening. Yeah. For whatever reason. No, just joking. He listened to one episode one time and claims those things as mandate. Apparently. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because Dan was talking about yeah. how it was a logical thing yeah. and it made sense. And Trains came up. He's like, oh, I can't believe somebody from Home Before Dark is. Uh, Rent thinking free. about this logically. Rent free. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We definitely, <laughs> we have like a, uh, upper east side or lower, what's? Penthouse suite, really. We have a penthouse suite rent free yep. in that guy's head. <laughs> and it's kind of great. It's, there are quite a few people who rent in that district oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. There are quite a few penthouses over there. So I will say. Um, so, and, and Greg brings up a good point that I'll I'll touch on in a second. But, Again, not like talking down or dismissing anybody's sadness or their critique of the the move. I just want to say from my standpoint, we're only three years in. So nostalgia is, I think it's going to set in pretty heavy because there's, he's been a part, Gressel's been a part of everything historically. DeBoer out, out for sure. But the Gressel's been a part of every single piece of this team. Yeah. Like he was our second round draft pick or second draft pick. Um, he came in kind of like gangbusters in the beginning of the first season, uh, fill, you know, filling in and um, ended up, you know, cementing himself a starting, if not like first off the bench role. He was instrumental in, in Joseph's record breaking season. He was also instrumental in Joseph's season last year and his success. And he constantly found success. He was a Swiss Army knife guy. But a lot of people that I've seen point to the defensive um, deficiencies in the playoffs last year are pointing towards Gressel. And against TFC, he was potentially, you know, you could say he was at fault for both of those goals, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, he's not a right back. I told you guys. Yeah, you did tell us. You did tell us a long time ago that he's not a right back. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and the other thing, he was rookie of the year, right? He yeah. was. I love Gressel to death, right? I he's twenty five or twenty six years old at this point. DC United just snatching up those sloppy seconds. Yeah, me. so it's not often that you get much at all for somebody with an expiring contract. Uh, we were obviously at loggerheads with him. The front office was on whether or not he deserved that. What's, what's reported? Is it a million a year? That what, what, um, is, what, what did he want? Like, I guess that's always the thing, that we're never going to know what those negotiations were or what his expectations were for a contract. And so it's all just speculation on whether or not he was worth some dollar amount one way or the other. Um, let's say it was what we sold him to... DC United or traded him to DC United for, which was, let's say a million a year. You know, how much was he making? I mean, he was making a fraction of that last year. Right. And there's no way in hell. I I mean, our salary and the way that our team is structured right now cannot facilitate something like that. And we're certainly not going to free up a DP spot to pay him that amount of money. I just yeah. don't know how that works financially in this organization and the way it's structured currently. No. And to be honest, so am I crazy? He's 25 years old, right? Um, and then Will, Will Balron, what's up, man? He's saying uh, rumor is he's not getting an immediate raise up in DC. Is he playing out the rest of this contract and then getting, I don't know. Um, um, sorry. Yeah. I mean, we're so to, for a guy who is, 
on an expiring contract who we were and Andy was saying it's about seven hundred thousand for um for his desired wages. Yeah. We were at, from what I understand, about two hundred thousand a year off, which is no small number, obviously, yeah, yeah. in MLS. It's a roster slot. Right. Um the fact that we got as much for him as we did, I think, is shrewd business. Absolutely, we're essentially doubling our investment at that point. If we're if we're paying about five hundred k, and the the thought or hope was about seven, and Russell's twenty six years old, that's right. not he's it's not necessarily spring chicken. Yeah, I'm not saying twenty six is old, but that's the prime of your career. Well, and you, kind of, so, so I would say where you kind of top out. In you terms think about of the swing in this way, right? Like is. Is Gressel as good as two players at his previous pay rate of about five hundred? Is he worth that? Right. Yeah, for sure. He's I would, worth I would, yeah, two, we, he's worth two five hundred thousand dollars signings. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry. That's, sorry. That, I so, thought you were asking if. And that's yeah. that's the point I'm trying to make is essentially he's been traded for an acquisition of about a million, and it's double what we were paying him before, which allows us to potentially bring in two players. Of equal, qual- it's always you know a roll of the dice on whether or not it pans out, but that's that's no small amount of money that you could potentially get one very good player and a portion of another's contract, if not a low salary uh, entry level player to grow and develop, much like what he was able to do over the past three years. And I think a lot of people are pointing towards, um, um. Uh, a lot of people pointing towards Emerson Hyndman and critiquing that um, that I, deal. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair assessment right now. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Look, I can't make the argument for Gressel without like take every other player off the board and make and make that argument for Gressel because that's that's always where it tends to go for people that I think want to substantiate the claim that he deserved that that amount, whether it be a million or, or 700 or whatever that number is, is that it's always contingent on what we're paying other people. And I, I get it, but we've also already established those contracts. What do you, what do you want? The, the guy wants money. You got to pay for it somehow. And the only alternative is to not have any depth and have players that need to, to play. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the expectation is there. Uh, B. Gench 13 on Periscope is saying Gressel for what he was, rookie college player who, uh, crap, I lost it. Uh, rookie college player who big time overachieved had to be traded. He said it's just business. Or he or she said it's just business. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, the the Emerson Hyndman thing, Emerson Hyndman, I think, fills a more critical role at this point. Again, and it's it, tough to say because you've got three years of experience with the club with Gressel versus six months with Heinemann. And, and I think that's where the hang-up is, is people trying to make these comparisons yeah. and throw Heinemann under the bus because of his contract amount. You're, you're looking at this as a failure without it even getting a chance to really develop into something. Did, did Heinemann even put a foot wrong last year to, to even earn this criticism? Is the only reason he's getting this criticism a byproduct of us trading Julian Gressel? That's exactly it. It's, it's a dollar amount associated with a player that hasn't been here for three years to get the benefit of the doubt. That's all it is. But look at Gressel. Look at the first six months of, of last season, or let's say not even six months, because we're, we're we, I mean, we got Heinemann in the summer window, right? So he got four months a play with the team last year at, yeah. the, at the most, you know, look at the first four months for everybody in this lineup that was trying to get acclimated and get used to a new system and a new head coach. Now take that with a player that doesn't have the chemistry, hasn't built it up with the entire squad getting forced into a situation with a new lineup, new roles, new duties, moving across the country or moving across the globe for that matter. Like, there's a lot of stuff that still got to take some time and grow and develop just like every other player had to do last year. Now, if we're sitting at the end of this season and Heinemann has it panned out, okay, I get it. I, completely valid argument. But to to make an argument or substantiate a claim that Julian Gressel deserved to get what he was asking for just because we're paying another player X amount of money, is it's 
it's a straw man argument. At best. I mean, Clayton Post is asking, did we get Heinemann because Gressel rejected the offer? I, I don't know if you're saying that in jest or what, but um, yeah. And to Brian, thank you. He said, uh, we got Heinemann because Nagby left. And Heinemann, to me, he's not Darlington Nagby. Very few people in MLS are, if at all, that, that good of a uh, box-to-box midfielder. But that said... Emerson Heinemann is the, in the same mold to me as Nagby. He's a very tightly controlled player. He's very tidy in the middle. He makes good plays, um, you know, moving forward. And I trust him to not make mistakes that are going to lose us possession, going to lose us um, or cost us goals. I think he's going to do a good job filling in for Darlington Nagby. And I think Eric Rometty is the one who needs to step up Um to really like shore that midfield up this season. The only issue I see with the the lack of Gressel in this lineup is the lack of depth as it relates to what he did provide to this to this lineup. And all of our talk about Nagby, Heinemann, center midfielder after center midfielder, obviously up front were great. You know, the the def- the defensive side of the ball, we're making some adjustments, but I've not seen any answers so far in a in a in a meaningful way to resolve what benefit that we did get out of Gressel. There's nobody in a in a depth position in Atlanta United's lineup, aside from maybe Tito, if he goes over to that right side, which we had seen happen from time to time, but nobody with the connection and build up a play on that right wing position with Joseph Martinez specifically. I mean, how many of Joseph's or yeah, how many of Joseph's goals did Julian assist single handedly? Like that's where that's where we're really going to suffer. Is I don't know how you replace that. I, I, I don't know what the answers are to that, but I don't know that it necessarily warranted the dollar amount associated with it right off because you do have other people that are still like the offense can still change. That doesn't have to be the one driver for everything. Right. Exactly. I don't know. Brian's very triggered in the, in the trap. Why? <laughs> Just talking about how uh, somebody was saying that, uh, who was it? CM was saying Heinemann was not the replacement for, for the, the Nagby replacement. See Frank DeBoer's comments before they left for Atlanta or before they left Atlanta. Um, yeah, I don't know. And to Greg's point, I, I'm, I'm with you, Greg. There's no Nagby replacement. He's kind of irreplaceable in MLS. So, I mean, Columbus is going to be a much better team this year just because of having him. Um, that said, there's another guy who people are talking about. I mean, Brooks Lennon is a guy we haven't talked about whatsoever. Right. And he's going to come in and be able to do a job too. I mean, he did assist uh, Joseph's goal. Um, yeah, I don't Anything else on the Gressel trade? I wish him all the best, I hope. Absolutely. I love the the guy's awesome. Um I was not thrilled necessarily with the way that he handled some of the negotiations at the beginning, but I also can't blame him. Um, so, but I do wish him the best and uh, hope him. I just don't I hope, know. I, I just don't know what a solution. I would hope be. he has a lot of success up there. Not against us, but yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I feel the same way I did with Yamil Assad and every other player that's come and gone. You know, I wish them the best, but I'm not in the business of deciding fandom based on the the players on the roster so andy kind of uh, rebutting what you were saying about the assist he said i'm fairly certain the stats say gressel sent in a ton of crosses with little success but when he connected great point great point so um And, and i know that we've sat here and talked about that extensively where we have games where all there are are crosses from both corners and no development and no other chance creation in another way. So yeah. Chant creation. Yeah. Are we getting new chance? I hope will? so. We, we could use, will we get chance. new chance? Will, will we? Um, so B Gench 13 kind of shutting the book on this. Uh, his name's Brad um, from Periscope saying Nagby's role should be the talking point over Gressel's more important to replace him. So, Agreed. Um, Shit. I do love what Coach Steve is saying, though. He what? said, if, if if somebody tries to hammer Spike, I'm going to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Will is, uh, they are working on new chants for this year. It's exciting. Interesting. 
Do you know anything? Guys, tell us in the trap. I saw somebody talking about, I think Carl Seggy saying um, something about Jake Mulraney, who's one of our newest signings. Uh, we signed from Hearts. Yep. Irish uh, right midfielder slash kind of wing back, right? Um, it's interesting. This This is the first, correct me if I'm wrong, in the past three years, we've gotten a DP every single year. This is the first year we haven't acquired a a new DP. So we don't really, I mean, it's weird to think about, but we don't have some big new signing really. I mean, yeah, most of the players that we're going to be signing as a result of that, aren't going to be this big $15 million acquisition. No, for sure. Um, (laughs) uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It's expectations were set a little too high. I think so. Yeah. I just, I had, this just is the first time I'm coming to that yeah. realization because every single year we've had a major signing because we've had the turnover in, in key <sighs> roster positions at the DP. Yeah. And then this year we don't. Yeah. We have oppo research going on in, uh, in the trap. Eric Quintana. <laughs> Saying I'll believe new chance when I hear him, and I probably won't hear him. <laughs> yeah, he definitely won't because he doesn't go to games. Yeah, he sits in his press box. <laughs> you sit up in your ivory tower. Your ivy tower. Your ivy tower, yeah. Um, Carl says he's been watching Jake Mulraney for a few years. He is a tidy player who can get the job done. Um, you guys are chatting too much. Offers the same moving forward as Gressel, but offers much more defending. So that's interesting. Um, and apparently, um, apparently a lot of hearts fans on Twitter, I don't know if they are necessarily, I I just don't, I don't know how accurate they are or if they're upset that he's leaving, but a lot of them were trashing him saying he's a wage stealer. Like it was, it was not great to look into. I, and I, and I hope that didn't seep into the fan base whatsoever. I hope that we, um, Yeah. I so, hope that we welcome him with open arms and he's going to get playtime. He seems to be either – I don't – is he a Gressel replacement or is he Dion Pereira replacement? Because we did let Dion Pereira go. That's true. Um, with Eric being in here, I, I feel like I, I have to mention the fact that Gressel – the Gressel transfer may be partially to blame for my post on Twitter. I tempted the dread god with the hashtag Gressel out Yeah, post. you did. <laughs> Very much did. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I I don't really have anything else to so add. So he's a Dion it. replacement, or Greg is saying a Miram replacement. That's that's a signing that I wish we would have made, to be honest. Miram? I loved what Justin Miram brought to the team I can see that. last year. Um, has he signed with anybody yet? I don't know if he will. I don't know. So... Anything else on Gressel? Should we move on to the Red Bull matchup? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I mean, Joe was asking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we also signed Adam Adam John. Is it John or Jan? It's John. I think it's Jan. Adam Jan. Adam Jan. Jan. <laughs> he was playing in USL last year. He played for Columbus, scored That's a PK right. against right. us in 2017. Um, again... He's coming in as like a Vasquez replacement. He's going to be a backup striker. Yeah. And, you know, as any fan should, on the field at least, I'm hoping for success. Yeah. He's gotten a lot of shtick, but, again, going to leave that. Um, and then Anton Walks. We didn't even talk about Anton oh, Walks being back. Fuck yes! I forgot all about that, dude! I'm so glad you reminded me! Yes! That is the, like... Why hasn't anybody really been talking about that since it happened? Holy shit. Like, that's more exciting to me or more impactful to me than Gressel leaving, honestly. That's, that is a huge deal. Especially whenever you think about what... The lack of depth that we had talked about at a center back role. Because if you remember... Anton Walks got transferred over to a right back position, even though he naturally plays a center back role and filled in well. I was a huge fucking fan of Walks. And yeah. to see him come back, that's exciting and most likely going to be playing in his more natural position, one would think, but with the ability to, to go over and back up Escobar if need be. 
Okay, so Will is saying uh, don't get too excited about Anton. He's still held up for undisclosed reasons. Not sure if it's Visa or what, but he's still not stateside. I guess we haven't seen him, and he wasn't in preseason on Friday, and then he hasn't been uh, in training, I don't think. Um, um, he's teleworking, says Joe Johnstone. <laughs> yeah, they have a teleworking policy for for uh, defense. Um. So Red Bull, oh sorry. So Anton walks. Yeah, we're getting asked what really our starting eleven is, and I don't know. Uh, Andy Ben from uh, from Periscope asking what our starting eleven is, and I'm not sure I know at this point. I don't either. I mean, it's it's Should exciting. We write it out? It's exciting. What to did see... we say about Gressel on the predictions? Was he even on the prediction sheet? Surely, I think he was the first one. Uh, I said that he would stay. You said that he would be gone. Okay. Four hundred fifty thousand is what he was making. Four hundred fifty thousand is what he was really. That's what that can't be right. Well, then what's in the box? Um, where's Gressel? These are all your notes. These are terrible, by the way. Oh yeah, they're totally backwards. This is like you uh, did a really terrible. I job. need I need Nick Cage from <laughs> this is a National, National Treasure <laughs> to come in um, and decipher the code. So. When talking about the starting eleven, that kind of takes me into the one of the points I wanted to make about the uh, Red Bulls scrimmage or friendly, whatever. What do you call it? Um, friendly, screndly. I like that. It's, it's pretty screndly. It's good. Um, you notice our boy Bello got some playtime. That's awesome. I I'm really excited. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to put too much stock into it on whether or not he's starting. I don't know who else would be out the gate. Wait, no. Who was that that we signed? Um, Edgar Castillo. That's it. Yeah, we, we've made like five signings. People are not just not crazy about it. But. Again, I think it's just because it's there's not been any big – I think that it is all utility – most of our signings have been utility Emerson Hyndman is not utility. <laughs> not in a, okay, I get it. Any other offseason, like if the Gressel trade doesn't happen, like acquiring, to me, acquiring a player, a, a 23-year-old with international experience that, I I don't know. I'm a big fan of the guy. I guess I shouldn't. I just get kind of heated that I, I guess he gets trashed. I guess I'm not trashing him. No, I know. My point is that, he does get trashed, though. Oh, he absolutely does. My point is that that didn't stick out to me as much because he was in the lineup last year. And so I realized that he had to have a contract negotiated and get true actually signed. I get that. But that's why it doesn't stick out so much to me because he was already in the lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you see how much, how much more swole Bella looks? Uh-huh. He's jacked. Oh, I like Andy's starting lineup. <laughs> He's got a cannon. He's got a can in the back. Yeah, he said hashtag can is my keeper 2020. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think every, I mean, it's just like every season, man. Nobody's position is secure. You got to play for it. How much, how much longer do you think we've got Guzan for? Two years? Maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. What was he, 31? No, he's like 33, 34. Yeah, so maybe two at the most. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll, I guess we'll see Kunga squad. Hopefully, we do see Kunga. Um, yeah, dude, I would love to see Bello get a full season under his belt. I'd take half a season, man. I I, I want to see him get play time and a, a substantial amount of it. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think most of the starting eleven will be unchanged from the bulk of last year. I will say getting Anton Walks gives me a lot more confidence in a back four. That's for sure. Because whenever we were talking about this a few weeks ago, we were talking about potentially having to put Jeff back there to back up Miles Robinson in the middle. Yeah. Which I never liked the no. idea. So I'm probably crazy, and I'm not great with tactical stuff, but I'm thinking of four, two, three, one. Bello Meza. Robinson and Escobar on the back line, Rometty and Heinemann in the middle, um, Barco, PD, and Tito, and then Joseph above them. Yeah, that's that's. I would maybe change Rometty for Jeff, 
Yeah, I could see that too. If you're looking and then having Heinemann and Barco kind of yeah. in the middle together. Exactly. That's that's the only thing yeah. I could see is maybe he swaps out. Um, and then also, but I suck Walks, at tactics, and Walks I'm not the, the person to ask about know. that. If you're watching the show for also, that, also Bello, I don't know with with us picking up that signing. You know, does Bello have enough experience, and does he make the case to come out and get that starting position? He clearly did last year. Yeah, until the injury. So I guess it just depends. He's, yeah, he's made guess, it, he's made some sort of a statement and and substantiated himself with. I've said substantiated like six times tonight. Jesus. Uh, Joe Johnstone with a phallic formation call out. Yes. And, uh, it's it's a actually, a, it's, it's supposed to be a 2 one 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 but it's fine. I'll, I'll, no, I'll it's supposed it. to be a one two 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 two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, the penis form. Yeah, the old penis formation. Exactly. Four two 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 is definitely the phallic formation. Um. I guess what I did lay out is probably you can consider that a four three three. So for the people asking on Periscope what the starting eleven we have for, to me I think that is probably it. You'd have Remedi and Heidman behind Barco, and then you have Tito, PD, and Joseph up top. Um, PD on the left, Joseph or Tito on the right, and Joseph in the middle. Um, I think that back line to Wait, me. Wait, you put PD on the left and and or maybe Barco on the left, uh, PD the in the way middle. It's yeah. Go. yeah, 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 yeah. Those two float, but they a do. Bit, they, though, yeah. They, yeah, that's absolutely the way it's. So I and I, I want that creativity. I want them to be able to overlap. And they started and, to get that at the end of last season, which was really. I mean, we only had three or four games with all three DPS in, which was, and they started to actually click at the end of it. So yeah, um, God, I just can't wait to see Barco get one of those shots where he pulls it from that top left corner back to his right foot just to put it in that upper right ninety. Yeah, just to dribble and. No, I'm just kidding. That was a couple of years ago, I guess, at this point. But I think that back line is pretty solidified, in my opinion. You might see Castillo coming for Bello, but I think to your point, I think Bello, before his injury and before his setback last year, kind of secured that left-back position. And Castillo was brought in more of as a depth piece, I think. So I think that that back line, I think, will remain unchanged. And that I think the, the middle is going to be the main thing that and it's probably more Remedy, and to your point, Remedy and Jeff, at least for the next season, I think Jeff signed a one-year deal yeah. uh, to come back. But Bello, Meza, Robinson, and, and Escobar on the back four, I think you have to go with at this point. Um, I think my my biggest concern right now is who's going to anchor the midfield? Huh. Brian's got an interesting formation. 3-3-1-3? Three, three, so Meza, Miles Robinson, Escobar in the back, Heinemann, Remetti, Jeff, Barco in the middle, um, and then PD, Joseph, and Tito. You know, and that kind of answers my question or the, the issue that I was coming up with, which was that he, he, he managed to go with a three back, which gets us a little bit more um, – gets us a little bit more – more players in the midfield. Sorry, Pirlo's eating his feet. <laughs> Gets it's us impossible. more players in the midfield versus so much, so much on the back line, and then too much on the front, and nobody trying to take space and, and play yeah. control in the middle of the field. Going to a three back, it's going to require one of those players to drop back more times than not. But at least you have a little bit more to work with in the midfield. My fear is if you go to a four back, and then you've got. Barco, Pity, Tito, and Joseph up top. That's eight players on either end of the field. That doesn't, I mean, and then two players, and Heinemann's going to want to go more up than back too. Yeah. It really opens up a lot of space in the midfield that way, and that would be my biggest concern there. So, so Elliot Beaven brings up a good point. It's something we haven't touched on yet because we haven't had to really, saying surprised to see Tito not leaving this preseason. I would agree with that. And also seems he seems quite jovial right now, and he's I I I'm really looking forward to seeing what he has in store yeah. or what Frank DeBoer has in store for Tito this season because yeah. he would have been an easy one if he really wanted to move away from or move on from he could have Absolutely. I feel like we could have to- sold Tito to a number of Mexican or or South American teams yeah I agree but I'm I'm very happy to see he's probably still. My all-time, I say all-time, it's this is the fourth season, but all-time favorite Atlanta United player. Um, Not, um, shit, I was going to make a joke and I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Chris McCann? No, from um, 
went to Minnesota. Played Tyrone Mears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got it. You yeah. got it. Brian's right. Tito's a necessity now, and I think he brings – he and, and Barco, their pace on those wings, it's going to be something, like, terrifying for MLS fullbacks. I think it's going to be – it's going to be great, man. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to this season. Um, we did get the win against New York Red Bulls. I was listening to soccer down here today. Jason Longshore was talking about how there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of intensity for a scrimmage, like a behind closed doors scrimmage, um, which is good. I mean, to his point, to Jason's point, the, the teams don't like each other and he, um, or they, um, they really went at it, which is good. We have to be in this mindset already going into CCL so soon. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're going to be better prepared going into it than we were last year. That's for sure. <laughs> Greg, are you laughing at what Greg yeah. said? He's a Tyrone Mears abs are my favorite player and everything I hope to be one day. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not. He's not wrong. He's not. Please tell me you saw on a side note, you saw that Guy Fieri tweet. Which one? There's so many. The, the Kermit the Frog one? No. Okay, keep talking. I got to find I it for th- you. Stop putting me in this position where I just have to keep having monologues jesus come on colbert you got this jimmy kimmel oh man so we got to get some new merch going on our end oh my god it's a, so it's a picture he photoshopped we retweeted it but it's guy fieri saying some of y'all never been to Flavortown, but that's none of my business and it's kermit with that's so a ridiculous. fire bowling shirt on and the spiked hair and sunglasses this is pretty amazing um yeah we do need some new merch i know i know I got to get to work on it. Got to get to work on it. Yeah. Anything else for this week? Um, what is Greg talking about? He said, did we point to the WrestleMania sign yet? No, I don't. No idea what that is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anything else? New merch? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I got to get, I got to get some stuff in the works for that. So we'll get something up and in the store. We still have stuff. In our store at gethomebeforedark.com forward slash shop. We're going to work to get it revamped. Yeah. Some other stuff that. in there. We say that every year. Just, I might get some woodworking stuff in there. Yeah. Just, I like doing this. I like making the stuff. I, I just can't do more than one or two things a year. It's just too time consuming. You get too sucked into it. Yeah. Anything yeah. else for this week? No. Sorry. We're getting back into it, guys. We were a little late getting started. Yeah. We got it figured out, though. Yeah. I think so, anyway. Audacity still doesn't work on the new Mac, Catalina, which is awesome. Oh, I mean, shit. We got to do a fucking State uh, of the Union. Oh, we do need to do a State of the Union. We did last year. We need to go back and see if we held up our... We started the offside trap, which <laughs> we got way too far in over our heads on that one. Um, um Definitely oh, want to do some more of those. CM but. is asking what the whiskey is. This is the, the Glenn Levette. Glenn Levitt. Is that what it is? Glenn Levitt. Oh, Glenn Levitt. Single malt, single malt, malt scotch. There's other liquor around here, but Kevin, did you did you tell everybody what you're doing? No. Do well, I, why you're sober right now and you're you're not drinking at all? Because I'm pulling the ripcord. He's pulling the ripcord. So, I will be off air um, and out of touch for the first two weeks in April. <laughs> CM says, man, it's gone downhill. <laughs> taking uh, taking a trip down to Peru for the first two weeks in April. Uh, Going to do ayahuasca and hike the Inca Trail. Not at the same time, but yeah, doing an ayahuasca retreat and then going to hike Inca Trail after that. Try to find myself. It's going to get... F- <laughs> it's my... Uh, You're going to be seeing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's my Yeet play, Pray Love. Yeah. <laughs> So I dubbed it, it was Yeet Pray Love. <laughs> so Kevin is going down and as the kids say uh, nowadays, living his best life. Do they still so, say that? I don't think so. So first ninety days of the year is just getting my body ready to be completely broken down whenever I go down there. Yeah, Brian uh, wants a documentary. <laughs> Uh, our buddy JP has already said, I'm really concerned. I got a feeling <laughs> this, this is, is going to be a buddy movie where me and Tim have to go down into the jungle and rescue you and you swing down completely naked with a blow dart gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Greg is saying it's uh, while you're gone, it's going to be me 
I him, might need to take the mobile rig, actually. Me, him, and White Claw Will going to be uh, <laughs> recording <laughs> while you're gone. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. I'm, he's I'm not doing the, he's not doing the frog poison or anything like that. No, no, it's the it's the traditional method with root where the ladies leaves. chew it all up and yeah. they spit it out into the exactly. drink. They baby bird it to you. Because that's how that's how they make cassava liquor. Yeah. Is that is that liquor or is that the ayahuasca? No, it's definitely not the ayahuasca. Okay. Ayahuasca is brewed like a tea. There's the root <laughs> and the the leaves, yeah. and one of them has the DMT. The other one has your MAOI inhibitor. And that's how they get it. Really psyched. It's <laughs> gonna be great. You don't seem nervous at all. It's get, I'm getting more. I'll practice. I'll baby bird you some stuff. I feel like I'm in the right headspace for it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I am nervous just because it is definitely. I can acknowledge that this is something pretty extreme, but I'm. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. It's it's all it's all your thoughts and and mindset going into it and that's what that's the whole thing of like trying to not drink eat better go work out all that to try to just be in the the best version of myself going into this because i'm going to be confronted with parts of myself that i don't know that's that's I'm my fear about it. even getting in the float tank let alone oh that's been good i've been doing yeah. that too which helps um so. i like this trend what i want from everybody is either on twitter uh, or whatever. Um, I want to see the predictions of what you think <laughs> is going to happen to Kevin. Because Brian is saying Kevin's going to come back like in his next form on some Dragon Ball shit. <laughs> he's definitely going to be... Um, he's going Ascendant Saiyan. So. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Will saying Kev's going to come back wearing a poncho made of his own hair talking about how we need to disconnect <laughs> from electricity. I want to see everybody's... Kevin's uh, going to come back with hair. I like yeah. that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Joe Johnston full castaway. <laughs> yeah, I I uh I like the idea of trying to do some content while I'm down there. You know, the it's tricky though because the where I'm going to do the ayahuasca retreat is everybody takes a oath of silence whenever you go into the retreat. The only time you talk is whenever you're in your like communal setting. So it'll yeah. have to be it's going to be a lot of writing. Maybe I'll do it that way. Maybe I'll write a lot of stuff and then like do an audio book version yeah. of it after the fact. I think that'll work out well. Um, yeah, I definitely want to document it. And then I'll try to do some content while I'm down there somehow or another. I'm definitely not going to be able to call in or anything. I Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... That's going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll be fuck, leading up to it. You'll that, get, fuck that Guaro Poppy shit. You'll be getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Ayahuasca Poppy. <laughs> Ayahuasca Poppy. That's <laughs> it's going to be pretty great. Uh, okay. And I, I, would, I look forward to seeing you increasingly more nervous. And then it's going to be like Clemson, Clemson <laughs> week, game weeks. You're going to be so nervous leading up. And then the last week, you're gonna be, I'm going to win this. <laughs> I'm going to win Ayahuasca, bro. <laughs> We totally got this. I'm going to do psychedelic so... I'm just so win. Yeah. Um, All-American. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine me not talking for a week? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) In fairness, can you imagine a week of me not talking? Probably not. You know... You know what I think is going to be the toughest part? This this is such a I love you, man, thing I'm about to say. The toughest part, I think, of me going on this trip, no pun intended, and, and unplugging, uh, aside from the existential dread I have of unplugging from work for two weeks and the fear that everything is going to collapse, I know it won't. I can kind of justify that. I feel really weird that I'm not going to talk to you for two weeks. Yeah, it is going to be rather strange. That's that's really like I'm not going to talk to anybody for two weeks. That's yeah. that's weird. I'm going to try to make sure I can at least send a text. So hey, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not dead. But um, Andy Watkins, I will start that GoFundMe if you guys will donate to it. He said anybody, <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anyone up with buying Kevin an entire suitcase full of American flag clothes? Yes, <laughs> I do want to try to see if I can watch a game while I'm down there though. Um, I haven't yeah. I haven't had a time to look into it because I'll have some downtime in Lima in between things. So I'm going to try to see what I can put together. Be yeah. Great. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. 
ready to wrap up? Ready to wrap it up, man. Uh, so however you found us, thank you for checking us out. You can find us individually on Instagram more than Twitter. Tim, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Tim Herb. Find me at The Architect. That's at the underscore A-R-C number one T-E-C-T. Collectively on all platforms at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B and then number four. Be sure to show us some love on whatever platform you found us on, whether it's a star, a thumbs up, a bell. You figure it out. Leave us a rating or a review on iTunes to hear it read aloud on the show and send us your predictions on whether or not I come back and if I do, which parts remain. Um, We'll see you next week or the week after. Just kind of depends on what we get out of the next week of events. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Either way, we look forward to it. And until then, as always, be home before dark.